What are some of the key security trends impacting business organizations in 2015? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm speaking today with Jim Anderson. He's President of the Americas Region with BAE Systems Applied Intelligence. Jim, it's a pleasure to talk with you again. How are you? I'm doing great pleasure, and thanks for uh, allowing me to participate today. So, Jim, as I said up front, security increasingly is becoming a business conversation. We've heard this so much about boards asking tough questions. So I want to ask about some of the trends that you're seeing, and I'd like to start with how do you see the scale of the security threat growing, and what's the impact of that growth? The combination of mobility, cloud-based services, and the Internet of Things has created a hyper-connected world where great efficiencies are being achieved through the Internet. Gartner has forecast, you know, by 2015, the end of this year, 5 billion devices will be connected to the Internet, and 25 billion, or one for every three people on the planet, by the end of 2020. While this productivity increase is great, what it means for a lot of organizations is that their attack surface has grown exponentially, while their resources to defend themselves against these bad actors has not. Therefore, it's imperative that a lot of companies now look to greater efficiencies with technologies and partners to help them address these issues. Currently, what we're seeing is a shift with security from the tool platforms to more a platform as a service where people can rely or business can rely on a trusted partner to address their needs. So, Jim, you get the opportunity to talk with lots of organizations, and I know you've got great threat intelligence. What do you see as the new characteristics of the threat actors that you're watching? The increase in digital criminals joining organized crime gangs has significantly advanced their efficiency and sophistication. Uh, the integration of traditional crime and cyber espionage tools has resulted in businesses and their customers losing significant amounts of money and data that can be monetized. According to reports from RAN, the world of hacking has become more organized and reliable in the last 15 years, and 80% of the hackers work with the organized crime group, and 20% are independent. This is a complete flip and delineation from previous reports from firms like Jupiter Networks. So, Jim, how do we have to shift our approach to cybersecurity to better respond to these threats and the threat actors? Well, Tom, first, organizations, I believe, need to take two critical steps. First, find sources to automate and optimize information to ensure it's rapidly and effectively translated into intelligence. Turning information into intelligence that powers an effective defense and response enables businesses to change the paradigm that we are currently stuck in. Second, security teams need an environment where they can find the expected and the unexpected. What we've seen is a lot of organizations that have built solutions based on the premise that they know what they're looking for. However, they don't know, and we don't know, sometimes what we're looking for. Therefore, constant monitoring and detection for anomalies which is supported with things like data analytics, is critical to identifying and uncovering the emerging threats of tomorrow. Jim, one of the messages we hear pretty consistently now is everybody is a target. And I think that's been sort of tough for some of the smaller organizations to accept that they're a target, just like a J.P. Morgan Chase. So what do we do to protect these smaller organizations that are awakening to this realization now but still lack the resources of the larger organizations to be able to protect themselves? Well, I think one of the trends that I mentioned earlier of the shift from security from a tool platform to a services platform obviously benefits some of these smaller companies. 
currently what we see is that some of these smaller companies have the same concerns, attack services, as much larger companies, so they need to work with a partner to really address and to scale their defenses against this. So obtaining security services through a partnership with security-based companies versus just tool-based companies with a deep knowledge and intelligence expertise that can scale makes sense for a lot of these partners, and a lot of these companies are now looking to do that. Okay, I want to come back to the boardroom issue because this is the one that everybody's talking about. So we've been saying pretty consistently since Target that security is a boardroom issue now, but we clearly are not giving security leaders the guidance on how they should be talking to the board, what they should be saying, how should they be saying it. What are some of the best practices that you recommend for effective dialogue with boards of directors? Boards really want to understand the operational risk to a company along with the plans of how one wants to handle that risk and reduce the impact. A dialogue, and this is what I recommend to a lot of the companies I talk with, a dialogue showcasing how you're prepared, the current protection in place, how threats are detected, and how the organization will respond is crucial when you're talking at the board level. Offering some benefit analysis, cost-benefit analysis of the risk and impact is paramount. And a lot of this is about alternatives of how much do I want to spend versus how much of the risk is associated with that. So a board needs to understand the cost of the risk and how it compares to the investment required to mitigate it, and that's what's going to drive them to act. So once again, the focus is on looking on the total operational risk associated with uh, the environment and cybersecurity, not just the IT risk, and that's what we recommend for a lot of our clients now. So if I could follow up on that, Jim, how does BAE help its clients to have this effective dialogue? Where do you come in? Well, we come in from a perspective of a couple of things. First, we believe there's a convergence in cybercrime as well as fraud. So what we talk about is the whole operational risking environment where often, I like to say, cybercrime can be sort of the weather forecast for frauding environment. I was talking to someone today, and they talked about how looking for cybercrime in environments like finding needles in a haystack, right? So what you really need to do is say, hey, what is my environment? How am I looking at the whole risk? and leveraging all of our intelligence across the spectrum. And we're one of the few companies that really have very involved practices in both the fraud and the cybercrime area so that you can link the intelligence across what we're traditionally silos to get a better picture of your operational risk in your environment. We like to tell people a lot of people today commit cybercrime and take PII information so that they can commit fraud later. Wouldn't it be great to have a view of that whole situation and that's what you share with your board, how you're protecting about that. Hey Jim, if I could ask you one more question about the board. What's the difference in a company where the board gets it versus one where it doesn't? Well, I think the main difference is uh, reduce and risk associated with the board that gets it versus one that doesn't. Uh, if you look at the financial risk associated with the board that doesn't get it, you're exposing companies today to the possibility of cybercrime without a good response plan and the market reputational risk that can damage their business. Uh, that is critical in today's environment, being able to respond. Matter of fact, we tell people that you certainly shouldn't build a defense and say, okay, I'm worried about keeping the bad actors from getting in. What you can do is to prepare an environment for what happens once they do get in and be able to respond to that to minimize the risk. It's not that they got in your environment. It's how much they leave your environment with that the focus should be on. And that's the difference, I think, between Companies that have a board that gets it, they minimize how much they leave the environment with versus companies that 
don't have a board, I guess, that doesn't get it, therefore they're susceptible to losing a lot of information and not minimizing the risk of what's going out of their environment. Yeah, that's very well said. So, Jim, RSA 2015 is coming up. We're both going to be there. What are some of the activities that BAE has planned for the event, and, and what should the attendees expect to see from you? Well, we're very excited about our activities at the show, like uh, a lot of companies. We actually have two booths this year uh, with the Silver Sky acquisition uh, late last year and our BAE Systems Applied Intelligence. We'll be able to do a comprehensive set of security-based solutions and managed services in our demonstration areas, along with some meetings that talking about emerging technologies coming down the pike. In particular, we're excited to talk about the globalization of some of our managed service security capabilities that historically we've done in Europe, working with governments over there. Now we're bringing into the U.S. and localizing, along with some key partnerships that we'll be looking to announce at the conference and talking through those and how they help our customers address this issue of finding a need on the haystack and being able to respond and minimize the risk of data being taken out of their environment. So we're very excited about the event. Well, Jim, always a pleasure to talk with you. I look forward to seeing you at RSA. Thank you so much for your time and your insight today. Thank you. And once again, I really appreciate uh, your time today and uh, the question. The topic has been security trends impacting organizations. I've been speaking with Jim Anderson. He's president of the Americas region with BAE Systems Applied Intelligence. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.